0: I don't know shit. I don't know shit. Cole, go ask Preacher Man. <laughs> I don't know shit. He says he knows. Yeah, I don't know shit. Go ask Mister Politician. <laughs> I don't know shit. He says he knows. <laughs> but me? Yeah, I don't know shit. Cole here, new revolutionary. I want to talk on a couple different things. For the Hustolutionary segment, talking a little business. I want to talk about cryptocurrency. A lot of people have asked me, what are my views on cryptocurrency, considering I used to work on Wall Street, now I'm an artist, I might have a unique view on what's real and what's fake and what's an investment and what's not an investment. Um, I can only speak for myself, make your own decisions, Uh, certainly from trading you can make money in anything, you could trade baseball cards, you could trade fake currency, you could trade uh, real currency, which is also fake currency, you could trade Gold, which is valuable, which is also fake valuable. Uh, Tulips in the 1800s had this huge run on tulips and tulips had this massive value and then it fell. So, sure, you can trade and make money speculating. um, But the type of investor I am is more of an old school classic value investor like Warren Buffett. So I like to buy companies and pieces of companies at a discounted value because of timing, poor news in the short term, but good value in the long term, buy for a low-priced pri- uh, equity multiple, P.E., below 10, uh, preferably down 6, 7, or 8, uh, and with a dividend yield that will grow in time. So say a stock pays 2 or 3% dividend, um, but they grow their dividend 10% a year, you know, 30 years from now, you're going to have you know, 10, 15, 20% dividend on that same investment. So my goal is simply to have my money work for me to create more money, have my, work, my money be soldiers, be workers, earning more money. So the money that's invested is in cash flow assets. So that can be real assets, like real estate. Uh, I've bought and sold three properties. Um, it could be intellectual property, like music, uh, films, digital content that has royalty streams, or stocks, which are pieces of companies that make cash flow and then pay it out to owners. So that's how I like to invest my money, um, personally, the, I, I love what crypto represents. I love the revolutionary side of it. I love the fact that it's a fuck you to the financial system and monetary system. Um, I love that it's decentralized. Um, I think blockchain technology is really interesting. I think smart contracts are even more interesting. You know, the fact that you could have an NFT or a smart agreement with a, a digital asset And as that thing gets sold, you can split it up amongst multiple parties to automatically pay out. I think that's really interesting um, to create like crowd financing options. Um, So I think there's a lot really cool to it. Um, But the investment itself, like investing my money in Bitcoin or Dogecoin or DoggyCoin or whatever, or Ethereum or any of these made up coins. You know, the thesis is uh, the central banking system is screwing us. And they run the game, so all the power's at the top, and we need something that's in our currency for the people, right? But if you think about it, somebody's always gonna have to be the banker because money's fake. I mean, it's just, you know, since we traded seashells or traded haircuts for a lawn mowing and you know, actual barding of, of real economic activity, the financial instruments we use on top are of course fake. They're just a representation of value. So I don't even invest in gold for that reason. I, there's no cash flow on it. It's a, it's a fake asset to me. I think the same thing about crypto. I think it's a fake asset. So yes, the central banking system runs the game, just like in Monopoly, somebody's the banker and got to count the cash and hand it out. Um, and yes, they need to do a better job of it because income inequality is massively wide now. Um, but I don't know if the answer is more fake currency. You know, that's like solving a, a fire with a fire. Like, you're like, the money's fake, so we're going to invent faker money. No one's saying this. You know, no one's saying this. They're saying, yeah, you know, Bitcoin is going to replace the dollar and, and, and international currencies. I mean, that's just replacing the central bankers with a couple software programmers who were early in the pyramid Ponzi scheme. So whoever invented it and the people who had early adaptation of it are the ones wreaking all the value, and the people late to the party are highly speculating and could lose all their money. So I don't like to be a pawn in anybody's game, the central banking system or or who invented cryptocurrency. I'm not a party to any of your games. But the accepted game in town is the dollar or these international currencies. So, you know, I I think it's, we've all agreed upon that value. It's a it's an arbitrary valuation on really energy or services money is really just a symbol for energy um you know i'm, I'm not going to put my money into further fake currency i, th- I think that takes us even further from tau you know if, if the financial system is all messed up the answer is not more fake currency on top i mean that just takes us further from nature further from tau further from the original essence of things so for me i i Even with my investing, I think there's a tau to investing. And a really good book I recommend everybody read is The Richest Man in Babylon. Uh, It's about how to accumulate wealth in any society of any time period. So it's based on like 6,000 years ago with The Richest Man in Babylon and how he went from debt, being in debt, to being wealthy. And it's all about honoring your word and the accumulation of assets from your money working for yourself, cash flow. Um, That's how you invest. That and read... um, the Intelligent Investor by Ben uh, Benjamin Graham, who Warren Buffett studied from, and study Warren Buffett. I mean, th- those are my investment philosophies overall. Um, and crypto, it's something neat to watch. Uh, personally, I'm not gonna be speculating. Um, I will accept payments in it, and I probably will immediately transfer it back to cash and keep working with the accepted financial system as it is. And I think that financial system needs to be improved. Um, it's already too complicated. The, the, well, I'm not letting Wall Street off the hook. I'm not saying the central banking system is doing perfect. I'm just saying that we need to improve upon what's there. Um, one of the ways I would do that is I would do a worker IPO. So I take all the major public companies, and I just like they do these SPACs, these uh, special purpose acquisition vehicles and things, Um, And they're just putting hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars into these vehicles to then go buy up companies. So they're moving around a lot of fake money to go buy more. And there's a lot of money floating around, but it's not going down. And there's this big debate in our country between, and this is getting into pragmatic party, the political side of this. You know, is it socialism? Share it more evenly. Or is it capitalism? Every man for himself, runaway capitalism. I think runaway capitalism is not working, obviously and socialism scares a lot of people. So we need something that's in the middle of it that shares the wealth and everybody participates in the growing economy that we've all built on our own backs, right? So I think you do a worker IPO and you do just like an initial public offering of the stock, but you do a follow on or a secondary offering and you give 10 to 20% of each of the major companies ownership to their workers. So now the workers participate in the profits of the companies that they're help building. And then that way the worker and the owners um, are aligned and it's more shared and I think that could solve income inequality. Um, The other thing I I think we should do to make our financial system more accurate and closer to real, real money, real GDP, real economic value, um, you know, at the end of the day, an economy is just the the energy added up of all economic value. So the real GDP is... um, I get a haircut from you, I give you 20 bucks. You listen to a song of mine, I get a penny. Uh, uh, I mow your lawn, you give me 50 bucks. Or, Or back in the day, maybe there's trade. So you cut my hair, I mow your lawn and we're even. And economic value, true energy, real things or services, goods or services were transferred. That is trillions of dollars in our economy. But above that, there's even more trillions of just leverage and fake money and speculative investments and trading and debt upon debt and mutual funds and all these different things that are just money that are meant to mirror and parlay and arbitrage and make money from the real economy. But the division between the two is getting wider and wider and wider. And there's also a big debate about taxes. So people don't want to give their money to the government. They want to keep it. But also we need more social services and if we're in a shared society we can't just let our roads and bridges collapse and we can't let people starve on the street we got to take care of our society so how do you incentivize the right taxation system for me it's make it almost like buddhist based where instead of taxing income so so heavily which discourages you know companies and people from working here in the u.s tax consumption so The more you consume, the more taxes you pay. The more you save, the less taxes you pay. So, you know, say, let's say a 10% across the board tax on all businesses and individuals. No loopholes, no foreign um, tax shelters, no deductions. Just a clean 10% to the house. You know, the U.S. is like the mob. We got to pay the 10%. We just got to pay it so that they cover defense, etc., etc., etc. So we give the 10% to the house. That's on the income side. And then to make up for all that lost amount that we need for social services to run the company or country, like a actually well-budgeted, uh, on-budget company, as opposed to like a, you know, we're just printing money and, and hoping it all works out. Tax consumption. And the healthier something is for you, the less taxes. The, the more necessary something is, the less taxes. The more unnecessary or unhealthy, the more taxes. So if you buy a yacht, you're going to pay a lot of tax. You don't need a yacht. Nobody needs a yacht. So you're going to pay more taxes. You buy cigarettes. They're not good for you. You really shouldn't smoke them. So that's going to tax you more. But you have freedom. Buy the yacht, buy the cigarettes. You're just going to pay more taxes. And then if you save and all you really buy is oranges and bananas and housing and health insurance and things that you just need, those won't be taxed very heavily. So if you want to live in line with Taoist Buddhist proverbs uh, and principles, Um, and be efficient where you are producing and generating energy you pay your house fee but you're not getting taxed super heavily because you earned it you made it and if you're saving you're not going to pay that much as tax but if you want a larger carbon footprint you're going to have to pay for it so the more you're buying the more you're spending the more you're going to have to pay that would then incentivize us to be healthier save more invest more uh it would have a lower carbon energy footprint, so it would help uh, the environment. And we could completely revolutionize the the banking system to where, and tax system, where it's incentivized based on working hard and saving as opposed to spending. Um, You know, that with the worker IPO, I think does a lot for aligning interest between the workers and the owners and the 1% and the people, and, and tries to bring it closer together. Where if you're, you know, Living large, you're paying large. If you're living light, you're not paying hard. You know, that's just fair, that's just fair. So I think that's a way that we could, um, you know, we could uh, reform the banking and tax and government system in a way that actually fixes the reality of it, as opposed to just, you know, speculating with further and further fake currencies. I I don't know if that's the answer for me. and i think from a, a geopolitical standpoint this is getting into more pragmatic party um it, it's almost like an affront to the us dollar i mean which in some ways could be considered a a threat or a weapon of another foreign power and their currency it, you know anything that hurts the dollar benefits them so you know bitcoin you think you're you know taking on the man but who's the man is is the us the man is the is china the man is the is the global system the man i you know i, I you know, it's you know, every, every action has a reaction somewhere else. There's a butterfly effect. So it's like, you know, before we just rip things down and create new fake shit, why don't we keep what works, reform what doesn't, and invent new that is based on reality, not more fakeness, closer to Tao, closer to, you know, the soul, closer to the spirit. I think that's a way to... Um, reform currency and banking in a more um, Tao of banking type way as opposed to just get further and further separated from the real reality and again like I end everyone what the fuck do I know I'm some dude talking here to you like this but take the ideas use them for what they're worth and fuck invest your money wisely love y'all thinking I don't know shit Now seventy six thinking. I don't know shit. I don't know shit.